You're listening to Theology for the Rest of Us. You've got tough questions. We'll try to give you easy answers. Now, here's your host, Kenny Ortiz. Hello and welcome to Theology for the Rest of Us. I'm your host, Kenny Ortiz, and coming at you on location from Oklahoma City. That's right. Typically coming at you from Orlando, Florida, but I'm traveling this week, so I brought the microphone with me uh, when I hit the road recording from my hotel room here in Oklahoma. This is episode 108, and I'm going to be answering a question from a regular listener that came to me uh, a few weeks back by email, diving into understanding what Jesus meant when he used the term earthly things in John chapter 3. If you're not familiar with the context of John 3, I want to highly encourage you to go read that chapter at some point in the near future. It's a great narrative. In that chapter, the Apostle John gives us an understanding of this correspondence that happened between Jesus and a guy named Nicodemus. Nicodemus was one of the religious leaders of the day, but he knew that if he publicly declared any sort of confidence or support for Jesus, that there could be some consequences. So he 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 sought to to meet with Jesus in the middle of the night. Like, you know, he kind of snuck around and sought out Jesus and has this conversation with Jesus at nighttime. And, and in this conversation, there's some really important things that happen. In, in this chapter, uh, Jesus begins to tell Nicodemus about some spiritual concepts that Nicodemus doesn't seem to get. You know, Nicodemus says, you know, rabbi, teacher, like, what must we do to get to heaven, to inherit the kingdom of God? Like, what must we do? And Jesus says, you must be born again. And Nicodemus says, like, what? Like, do I have to, like, go back into my mother's womb and, like, be born again? Like, he doesn't get it, right? And, and, I, and then Jesus begins to explain, no, no, there's a spiritual born again. There's, a, there's, this, there's this thing that happens where we're born of the Spirit, and Nicodemus didn't seem to get it. And it's really interesting that Jesus kind of makes the comment, like, Nicodemus, like, you're one of the smartest. You're one of the teachers of Israel. Like, if you don't get it, then no one's going to get it. Like, Jesus is making the point, like, this concept is extremely difficult. This is not an easy one, two, three system. Like, this is not this systematic formula. Like, there's not, like, this, you know, this concept that you can just fully understand. Like, Jesus is making the point, like, listen, like, this is a spiritual thing. It's it's transcendent. It's bigger than the human mind can understand. It's supernatural. It's mysterious. Like, this is a work of the Holy Spirit that the human brain is not going to fully understand because Jesus is trying to teach it to Nicodemus and Nicodemus isn't getting it. And Nicodemus is one of the smartest dudes around and he's one of the religious leaders. He's a good teacher. If he doesn't get it, then chances are most people are not going to get it. And it's not because Jesus didn't know how to teach her. Right? Jesus is the greatest teacher to ever walk planet earth, but it's because this concept is just too grand for the human mind to understand. And I think what we can learn, what one of the lessons we can learn from this passage is occasionally there are going to be spiritual concepts that are just too big for our brains to grasp. We can try to grasp them. We could try to explain them. We could try to wrap our minds around it, but we're only going to understand it so much. There's going to be a limit. Like We could try to use illustrations and metaphors, and that's not wrong, but ultimately, no matter how good of a metaphor we have or how good of an illustration we have, there's simply going to be some spiritual concepts that just our brains are not able to understand. If Nicodemus couldn't get it, then no doubt many of us are not going to fully get it. That's just the reality. If the greatest teacher of all time couldn't get Nicodemus to understand it, 
then there's no doubt there's going to be lots of concepts that we just can't get people to fully grasp here today. And you know what? That's okay. Like It's okay to know that there are going to be certain concepts we just don't fully understand. It's okay that certain metaphors, no matter how good we think they are, are going to fall short. Like Every metaphor eventually breaks down. Every illustration eventually falls short. And that's okay. That's not a bad thing. Like There's not a negative to that. So whenever we're preaching and teaching the Bible, we should attempt to teach the best we can. We should attempt to study and research the best we can. We should attempt to use metaphors the best we can. But we also should understand there's going to come moments where we don't fully grasp it. And that's what the listener was asking about in the email I got. The, the, the listener asked, what is Jesus talking about specifically in John 3.12 when he says that he uses the term earthly things. And Jesus says to Nicodemus, listen, I've been using earthly things to try to explain these spiritual concepts. I've been trying to use things around you to try to help you understand this thing that the Holy Spirit is doing. The Holy Spirit is working in your heart to, to cause you to be born again. He's like, listen, I tried to use an earthly thing, but you still don't grasp it. In that context, Jesus is using the word earthly things to basically refer to things around us that we understand. Jesus is telling him, listen, I'm trying to use a metaphor. I'm trying to use an illustration of of things here on planet earth that you understand. And I'm trying to use that illustration to explain a concept that you don't understand. Nicodemus understood what it meant to be born. And so, so Jesus is using the concept of being born to describe a spiritual birth but Nicodemus couldn't grasp it. Like he understood it kind of, but you could tell he doesn't fully get it because he continues to press Jesus and tries to get Jesus to explain it even more. And, and that's and that's when Jesus said, listen, I've tried to explain with earthly things. How, like, listen, if you don't get it with earthly things, there's no way you're going to understand it if I just explain it with spiritual concepts, right? Like Jesus was understanding. Jesus got the point that like if Nicodemus couldn't grasp it fully with a with an earthly metaphor that Nicodemus understood, then there's no way that he was going to understand any additional spiritual things. So Jesus doesn't even try. Like he doesn't try to unpack the born again concept any more than that. He actually just says, "Listen, you're not going to get it. It's okay." And then he moves on to something that Nicodemus would understand. And we get to John 3:16 where Jesus says, "Anyone who believes will have eternal life. Like, that is a concept that all of us can grasp. If you believe in Jesus, you will have eternal life. That is a guaranteed promise. Precisely how that happens, we are not 100% sure, right? Exactly how the new birth comes on, come into play, we're not 100% sure exactly how the Holy Spirit does that. But we do know that the Holy Spirit comes into our lives. He transforms our hearts. He does this supernatural you know, new birth in our hearts, and it gives us the ability to believe in Jesus. And when we believe in Jesus, we are guaranteed eternal life. And that is that is a, a concept that all of us can understand. And it's an offer made to all of humanity. If you believe, you will be saved. If you believe, you will have eternal life. What are some of the lessons we can learn from this passage? Uh, first and foremost, we can understand that we're not going to fully grasp everything about God. There's going to be moments where we don't get it. And you know what? That's okay, right? Like, Sometimes there are going to be spiritual concepts we should try to understand and we should try to research them, but there are some things that are just going to be mysterious. They're going to be supernatural. They're going to be transcendent and too marvelous for the human mind to grasp. That is perfectly acceptable. 
Let it go. Don't feel the need to, to get every nook and cranny. You can try, you can research, you can study, but eventually if you don't fully get it, sometimes it's okay to just throw your hands up and say, Jesus, I don't fully get it, but I still trust you, even when I don't understand. That's the lesson I think that is, that is most applicable uh, to, you know, to, to this particular part of this passage. The other thing I think we should remember is that Jesus doesn't get mad at us when we don't fully get it, right? He didn't get mad at Nicodemus. He was like, listen, Nicodemus, you're not going to get it. He's like, listen, the fact that you are one of the smartest dudes out there and you don't get it means that other people aren't going to get it either. And I don't I don't sense in this passage that Jesus is angry. I'm sensing that Jesus is just matter of fact making the point. Listen, you're not going to fully get it. It's a spiritual thing. Your brain's not going to fully grasp it. It's a mysterious thing. It's a supernatural work of the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit gets the credit and the glory for it because it's something that he does, not something that you as a human can do. It's something the Holy Spirit fully understands and he operates doing this. It's not something that you understand or that you can bring about in your own power. Jesus doesn't get mad when you don't understand. So if there's a spiritual concept that you don't grasp, that's okay. God's not mad at you for that, all right? He will, however give you the, the additional truths that you do understand. Right? We see this with Nicodemus. Jesus gives him spiritual truth. Nicodemus doesn't get it. Jesus doesn't get mad, but then he gives them a very clear offer. And he says, the offer is this, believe in the son of God and you will have eternal life. And that is an offer that all of us understand that all of us can embrace. Believe in Jesus, trust in him and you will have eternal life. That's a promise that's exciting and worthy of celebrating. Hey, thanks for listening to this episode of the podcast. I hope this has been helpful and insightful. If you have a question that you'd like me to address on the podcast, please feel free to shoot me an email. The best address is heyortiz at theologyfortherestofus.com. That's H-E-Y-O-R-T-I-Z at theologyfortherestofus.com. Also, be sure to visit our website, theologyfortherestofus.com. There you can hit our resources page where we've got lots of recommended books and blogs that you can check out. Also on the website is all of our old episodes, the previous 107 shows with all of the show notes so you can check those out. You can even search by topic or genre. I highly encourage you, go ahead and peruse some of those previous archives. This is Kenny Ortiz. I'm signing off from Oklahoma City. This has been Theology for the Rest of Us.